Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk 107.1. This weekend, it was chilly. Oh, uh, so cold. Chilly? Chilly. No, girl. It was frigid. Yes, it was. Hopefully, uh, you had a great weekend, but it sounds like you had some interesting stuff. Oh, my stops God. I have to tell you the funniest story. And this literally, well, it's, it's, it's like a bittersweet story. Okay. For me, it was funny. For somebody else, it was not funny. And we'll get to that in a moment, but okay. I, they're fine. Um, but I did want to just set the scene. So, you know, it was bitter cold and I got up early on Saturday to do my workout with my friends and, you know, we do the thing and then we're done super early and it's like, yay, I'm going to go do all my, uh, oh wait, no, this was Sunday, 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 Sunday. All right. I forgot. I went Sunday, to work Sunday, out on Sunday. Sunday. So normally I would take the day off, but this Sunday I went to work out with my friends. We had fun. And I was like, you know what I'm going to do? Because I've already done all my chores, all my running around, I am going to go get some baked goods because I don't (gasps) normally do that on the weekend, but Mm -hmm. it was just one of those weekends where it's like, I want something yummy and I want to sit on my couch or in my sunroom or in my breakfast nook and just like soak up the sun and eat some yummy baked goods. So did you have an idea in mind as to what you were going to get? Um, vaguely, I wanted anything. bagels. Yeah, bagels. I wanted bagels okay. for sure. So, I and it, this is a place I'm not going to mention the place because it's not about the place. This is just about my experience. So I, um, <laughs> so I'm thinking to myself, okay, I'm going to go to this place that I've never been before, and I think I'm going to try to get bagels uh, or whatever they have. I don't know <laughs> yeah, what they're. You know, you're open. I'm open. So I roll up and I'm like, oh, yeah, I've been by this place a hundred times. I've never been. So I go in and as I'm walking up to the door, there's like a big sign that's like, for the safety of our staff, please wear a mask. And I was like, oh, wow. okay." flashback time warp. I I, I haven't walked into a place in a while and had that experience, but Mm -hmm. I know COVID is on the rise and people are getting increasingly sick around me. So like totally makes sense. So I'm like, crap, I don't have a, a mask. What do I do? Well, they said, you know, we have masks on their little sign. It says Mm -hmm. we've got masks. But I was like, I think I have some in my car. So I go in to get a mask. Mm -hmm. And then I'm thinking about like, gosh, what a throwback. Like, remember when we had to wear masks everywhere? And this is just kind of in my day to day. And we're in my community. There's not like a ton of people wearing masks. Some do. Right. Like to take care of themselves. But it's not the same. And so I was just having that nostalgic, if you would call it nostalgic, walk down memory lane. So I put on my mask. I found one in my glove box and I go in and I get my baked goods mm-hmm. and I, I go away. And as I'm leaving, I'm like, oh, <sighs> they had bagels, but they didn't really have anything like sweet that I wanted. OK. You know, they had some things that just didn't what didn't float my boat. So I had just gotten bagels. And as I'm driving away. I'm thinking to myself two things. One. Wow. I, you know put on my mask and it's been a while and people are getting sick around me and I forgot that. And I just hope I don't get sick. You know, like I'm having just all these thoughts. thoughts, Right. Mm -hmm. But then I'm like, you know, I really need more than bagels because if I'm going to make a stop (laughs) at a bakery, I know after I eat my bagel, I'm going to want something sweet. Right. Sure. So there's another bakery on my way home because of course I know where all the bakeries are. (laughs) And I was like, well, this one's on my way. I'm going to stop at another one. Mm -hmm. And this one, I know there's going to be some solid baked goods. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't want to mention it either because something happens there and it's not a reflection on them at all. Oh, no, it's fine. But it's a good local bakery. Yeah. Okay. So 
So I'm driving there. I pull in. I got a spot right up in front. I didn't have to walk out in the cold. Both places rolled right up. Glory be. Like right in front, walked right in, got my stuff. So I walk in. There's a, a very nice couple. It's kind of just a long, quick um, vestibule. There's not like a ton of space in this bakery. Like okay. you just walk up and there's yes. a counter and you're kind of just in this entryway. Mm-hmm. So I walk up to the counter. There, there are two parties before me. One is a couple and they're like, you know, it's oh, it's Sunday. Let's get some baked goods. Right. Ooh. What? Hopefully they weren't talking like that. No, I'm just saying they were a cute little couple. I'm sure they okay. were just like, you know, they, I'm sure they had a wonderful <laughs> night. They're like, let's go get baked goods. Okay. You know, like when you're young and in love, right? <laughs> I'm old and bitter and my partner, we're not together. So it's fine. I mean, in life, <laughs> we're together at the bakery. No, you're alone. We you're divide doing and conquer. secret eating. No, 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 no. I was getting you're stuff bringing, for him. I know. I was I'm getting just stuff kidding. for him. So then between the couple and me is this dad and the dad is with two kids and they're just squirrely running around, you know, doing things that you would expect kids. Well, then at some point he picks up the girl and he's he walks away from me. Now, again, there's maybe 25 feet of space for all of this to be happening. Oh, sure. He goes towards the door and all of a sudden I hear, oh, God, oh, God. And you, this poor girl. Oh, she lost it. Uh huh. Projectile. Oh, that way. Every, oh, what did you think? <laughs> no, not, she had it, was a not, little... it was upstairs. Okay. It was not a downstairs. <laughs> but lost oh, it no. all over, like the front. <gasps> and I felt so bad. And you could tell everybody was just like mortified. Oh. Plus, we're in a tiny little space. It got bad real quick. And I was having this thought like, should I just, I feel like I want to just leave now because it's kind of ruined the moment for my baked goods. (laughs) (laughs) But I didn't. I I was like, I committed. (laughs) And we're all just kind of huddling towards the one end. Like, oh, this is really awkward. We feel Was it right in the doorway? Yes. So everybody had to walk. So people are coming in not knowing what happened. Oh, oh. Luckily, she made it into a trash can for round two. All of that's happening. Anyway, I don't want to linger too much on that. It happens. Kids get sick. You you can barely. Oh, God. I feel so bad for the dad. I know. I felt horrible. Oh. Um, I probably would have just run fleeing outside, but it was so cold. (laughs) I don't know that, like, vomiting in that weather was probably a good idea either. Anyway. Moral of the story, I get back in my car because after I finally get all my donuts and I like sort of scoot past, I kind of did like a run mm-hmm. like, OK, I'm going to go get through the door, get in my car. And I just started laughing hysterically because it was like, well, this is Jesus's way of telling me this is why no, there no. were no sweet treats at the first bakery because you didn't need them. Oh, God. And you had to force it to happen. I was like, this is what I get. This is it. This is where Jesus comes into play. But this I, is what he's doing on a Sunday is going, you will not have cheesecake. Yeah, well, cake. I mean, I think, you know, he's got time for all of us. So Absolutely. That's, my story on Sunday was, you probably should have avoided the donuts. <laughs> and it was literally just like, this is what I get for thinking I need to do two bakery stops. Like, one was not enough. Most people would just go to one. Oh, so did you get anything? Oh, yeah, girl. I got all the donuts. Okay. <laughs> You're like, but well, now I deserve more holding donuts. holding my nose because... Sure. Mm, boy. Poor well, and God. then I just, I felt, I just felt so bad. And then the poor dad was like, sorry, we're not getting donuts today. 
because you're sick. And I was like, oh, now they like not only was she sick, but she's not getting donuts. Oh, poor little kid. How old do you think she was? Mm, like she probably had to be like something. eight. No, she was. Oh, she was not eight. Like a toddler. Oh, maybe seven. I okay, don't you don't know. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, she but was old little... enough to walk on her own. Oh, and, sure. Okay. You know, but she just had a moment. And oh, it was, bless her. It was, have you, you've been in situations, I'm sure, where mm-hmm. things go yeah, down real quick. Child. Yeah. And you're not sure what's going on. Mm-hmm. You just hear noises and you're like, I, that's not going to be good. Uh-huh. Oh, boy. Well, how were those donuts? They were real good. Oh, good. Yeah. Luckily, she was nowhere near the donut case. <laughs> that was the calculation I was making in my head. Like, <laughs> well, everything's covered. If yeah. she was on or like in that area. Luckily right. they had moved, you know, further down. Oh gosh. Yeah. Oh, well, bless her mm. heart. Bless her heart. Wow. Anyway, that was my experience um getting donuts. Did you did you uh have anything similar happen this weekend down mm, in Wabasha? No, but I did Nobody have um lunch. grandma's grandma Anderson's um cinnamon roll recipe and Who's Carmel, Grandma Anderson. Grandma Anderson is the original one of the, you know, the Anderson house is where I stayed and it's a hotel that's been open since 1856 and they have the old recipes. Oh, that's so cool. I had uh, a caramel pecan roll which Yum. was so big and then um also a cinnamon roll. Yeah. What's up? What's what? I mean, that's too I didn't eat them all myself. Most well, there's of no them. shame, girl. I ate a lot of donuts. I had a lot of heartburn after I did that. My body said, "What are you doing? Having fun? That's what you're supposed yeah, to be doing." Yeah, I was good at the time. It's a, it's a cold ass weekend. Do you have any baked goods this weekend, Mike? I did not, All but right, I well. was around somebody who uh, got sick. Well, oh, I'm sorry. Had nothing to do with being young and ill. Had more to do with what they were. Uh, I was going to say, knowing where you were this weekend, <laughs> it was probably alcohol related. Because oh we'll learn more about that later in the show. But when we come back, <laughs> hey, look, Jeremy Allen White went to a gay bar. Yeah, I wasn't there, uh, but Don will tell us all about it when we come back right here on. Live. Hey guys, Bradley here for my good friends at Little Blind Spot and Hunter Douglas. Did you know that without energy efficient window coverings, a home can lose up to 30% of heating and cooling energy through its windows? According to the Department of Energy, when it comes to Hunter Douglas window treatments, energy efficiency and comfort go hand in hand. Hunter Douglas cellular shades are the most insulating interior shades available anywhere. While you might think your vinyl blinds are helping save energy, studies have shown that cellular shades outperform traditional vinyl blinds in terms of energy efficiency. Visit the Little Blind Spot showroom to explore how premium Hunter Douglas window treatments can enhance and elevate your home, delivering the utmost in sophistication and quality. Choose from different materials, styles, operating systems, fabrics, and colors to create your perfect Hunter Douglas window treatment solution. Check out the Little Blind Spot showroom in downtown Hopkins or online at littleblindspotmn.com. The Little Blind Spot, big on service. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. 
Head to Factormeals.com slash BTPod50 and use code BTPod50 to get 50% off. That's code BTPod50 at Factormeals.com slash BTPod50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 107.1. Well, it was a great weekend for Jeremy Allen White. Well, you know, he's had a really good award season so far. Um, he was celebrating this weekend, you know, being a Calvin Klein model. That's not a bad thing either. Jeremy Allen White, of course, from The Bear. And we do know that he is dating Rosalia, which you were surprised about. That I completely forgot that. Right. So I think it was October or something. We saw them at a farmer's market and uh, they were seen all over, you know, in various places. Smoking ciggies together, etc. Well, another place that he went with a friend was a gay bar oh. called Honey. Okay. And they are LGBTQ friendly. TMZ. Was, TMZ what? No, go ahead. I was just going to say, I was trying to figure out what that meant. Like, what's an LGBTQ friendly bar? That's I would what hope most I was... bars are, but was this, I was trying to figure out, like, is this a gay bar? Look. I think so. In my mind. But again, I'm old. I'm an old gay. So what I would call a gay bar might not be the same thing. So I don't know what this kind of like what they're trying to get across by saying it's an LGBTQ friendly bar. Mm. But it looked like to me it was just like a, you know, uh, a bar where gays and lesbians and bisexuals and people of all persuasions go. That's right. Yeah. Yes. So TMZ got some footage from a couple of different angles. Well, it looks like a strip club, too. Like, they had strippers? Yeah, I don't like know. Like, there's a lady on the table with her shaking her booty cheeks. Not sure. Is is that a drag queen? It doesn't matter. Either way, a performer with a really nice behind yeah. was given a lap dance. Um, and I love how they point out and they, like, stop the video and then over his head put white. <laughs> Like to point out where he is in the crowd. Oh, yeah. Isn't that cute? Yes. So I don't know. I I was curious about that also. Like, why are we, why are we focusing on this? And why is it called an LGBTQ friendly bar? I thought, am I not supposed to say gay bar anymore? I literally had that thought. Oh, I think you can say whatever you want. Yeah. But it kind of made me, you know, like, is it not politically correct to say a gay bar? I don't know. I mean, I've never been told not to say gay bar, but I think that it depends on the, uh, I'm probably, I would assume it depends on the bar, right? Like they're, uh, like they get to define for themselves who they're catering to or who they're welcoming of, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And some would say LGBTQ friendly, you know, but I guess it really doesn't matter there. You know, like, in fact, there are bars that cater to lesbians. There are bars that cater to gay men. There are bars. But it's not like those bars are exclusive. Usually. I mean, yeah. I have 
I can't think of a time I've ever shown up at a bar and they're like, well, you have to be this to get in. <laughs> it's just that most people. Yeah. So I didn't know if this kind of bar was I think like... it is. I looked up, um, you know, this place is called Honey's and Los Feliz. It seems to be. Uh, they do all kinds of things. They do queer comedy night. Uh, they do... Um, all kinds of performances. I was trying to find out who the performer was. That's what I was trying to do because I wanted to celebrate them and compliment them on their assets. He seems to be having a good time. So who Jeremy Allenway? Yeah, he's oh, yeah. smiling. He knows he's well, also he knows people are filming in Hollywood him. is going to a queer friendly bar. Yeah, that's such a shocker. I don't think so. He's probably got a lot of friends who are LGBTQ plus. That's right. So you were surprised. Let's go back to that. Mike. Oh, I just, the surprise? Yeah. Not about the bar. It was mostly I had completely forgotten that he was with Rosalia. Yes. And they have obviously sealed the deal because they're like fully making out and everything. Yes. And I love her. So, and they make a cute couple. They really do. Um, it looks like, because I was telling you earlier that it was the summer when they were first seen together, but I think that they were really out and about walking together at a farmer's market in October. Sounds vaguely familiar. It, I know we've talked about like the women that he's been connected to. We were speculating I know how they got together. I don't know. But I remember when we were looking at pics, I don't know if you remember this Mike, but we were trying to decide whether or not they were friends and they were smoking cigarettes together out back of some I don't know, they were doing some project together somewhere where they were seen and she had her legs Okay, so they were across from each other, smoking cigarettes, like leaning on two separate things, and her legs were open, and his two feet were in between hers, mm -hmm. and we're like, oh, they're, yeah, they're, yeah. they're together. I don't know if we I would say do that. A straddling situation. That doesn't happen unless you're with somebody. Yeah. That, that would just be uncomfortable if somebody was doing that to a random stranger or friend. Yeah, that's somebody, that's not... It was something you do with anyone. more subtle than that, though. It wasn't like she was on his lap. Yeah, they were yeah. just, like, s separate from each other, but her legs were apart and mm. his were in between. <laughs> I don't know how, if I'm describing that well. Um, I would say for the listener, if they're like, who's Ros uh, Rosalia? Again, she's a pop star from Spain. I believe she's from Spain. Um, she makes a good pop. There you go. Remember, yeah. we tried her <laughs> version of Coca-Cola. Oh, that's right. Rosalia Coca-Cola. Mm -hmm. yeah. It, it didn't was taste really like good. Didn't taste like anything particular, if I remember correctly. Kind of flowery, maybe some coconut going on oh. in there. Uh, all right. So that's the latest on Jeremy Allen White. Still hot. And he is an equal opportunity partier. Yeah. Apparently. Good to know. Hey, when we come back, Don's got some thoughts on the Critics' Choice Awards. I think you have a couple clips you want to share with us mm -hmm. that involve Chelsea Handler and Robert Downey Jr. We'll do that when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 107.1. This weekend, we had the Emmy Awards, and we had the Critics', Critics Choice Awards. Um, I checked out more of the Critics', Critics Choice Awards, like you with the Emmys. I didn't watch the whole broadcast, but um, I watched some of the speeches, especially Chelsea Handler and how she handled uh, hosting the show. I thought at first that, they just quick and they just grabbed her really quick to do this because her ex Joe Coy hosted the Golden Globes and didn't have great reviews. So they yeah, kind of wanted awkward. to go, oh, look at this. Look at who's better over here. But she actually hosted it last year as yeah. well. Um, well, but, and his was more last minute. 
this it year, was. Right? And I'm thinking, just to go back to that for a second, why? I want to know why he knew only 10 days before. Well, come on, I mean, Golden Globes. Yeah, this was their first time out. I don't know if that had anything to do with it. It just seemed like it wasn't. Again, they didn't have seem to have like an organizing principle around their telecast in the same way that a lot of these other award shows do. Yeah, I mean, they did have a whole year to lock something in. But anyway, uh, but Chelsea Handler did take the opportunity, like any good comedian would, to reference some of Joy, uh, I keep wanting to say Joy Coy, Joe Coy's jokes. Here's part of her opening monologue. Oh, one second here. There's an ad, and now it's going to play. Okay. He's <laughs> in here tonight, but that's not going to stop me from letting everyone in this room know that I would toss him around like a little Italian meatball. <laughs> Thank you for laughing at that. My writers wrote it. (laughs) (laughs) Good one. Zane's really good. Oh, boy. He was talking about Scorsese there. That's that's it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So that was a cute moment. Yeah, Uh, for sure. Definitely. And some of the things that were cool about the Critics' Choice Awards is that we sort of forget that we don't see the tech awards anymore. Uh, They took those out of the Oscars and the Golden Globes, so you got to see who won for Best Visual Effects, which went to Oppenheimer. Um, Hair and Makeup went to Barbie. You have Best Costume Design also went to Barbie. It looks like Barbie won six awards and Oppenheimer uh, won eight awards, so they were the biggest winners and Barbie night. did, uh, I think Barbie is just, you know, finally getting some due in a way now. And that says something and it's critics, right? Like, so this award, that's why I'm looking forward to talking with our good friend, Paul McGuire Grimes, because maybe he'll have some perspective on like what goes into these awards. Right. Uh, this particular set of awards, because um, for me, Barbie was also a box office success. So the fact that the critics rewarded it is is pretty fascinating. Yeah. Definitely. Um, So the awards that Barbie won were Best Comedy, Best Original Screenplay, which was different. They weren't even in that category for the Golden Globes. It was Adapted Screenplay, which a lot of people were like, what? Uh, Best Song for I'm Just Ken, uh, Best Production Design, Best Costume Design, and Best Hair and Makeup. Uh, Speaking of I'm Just Ken, there was a hilarious moment where Ryan Gosling uh, when they did, when he did win, Ryan Gosling just looked confused. He had a look on his face like, are you sure? Yeah, he looked very surprised. And then he raised his eyebrows and then he stood up and just put his hands on his hips mm-hmm. and shook. He was like, no. Um, as uh, Mark Ronson and Andrew Wyatt took the stage to accept the award. So that's pretty cool, though, because I think we all in our hearts wanted that song to win. But... I really like that. I mean, I did like the Billie Eilish song, so I'm glad oh, that yeah. the Billie Eilish song won at the Golden Globes. But I'm uh, I'm glad that this song got some love at the Critics' Choice Awards because he did such a good job. And Mark Ronson, I mean, they deserved it. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, and then we have Emma Stone. She won for Poor Things. The Holdovers did really well. Uh, we have Paul Giamatti won Best Actor, Best Supporting Actress, went to Davine Joy Randolph. And then 
one of the awards went to Best Newcomer, which I was so glad to see this. If you haven't seen The Holdovers, try to see it if you can. Dominic Sessa won for Best Young Actor or Actress. Um, so that was, you know, he was the other lead in the, in the movie and he didn't really get nominated for best supporting actor for a golden globe. So I was really glad to see that he Mm, won that award. Uh, and then we also have shows that were nominated that I think have been forgotten about. Like this was the last season for reservation dogs and three of the actors got nominated for reservation dogs. Did any of them win? No, but oh, it was just nice to see that they were nominated yeah, for because sure. I was sort of heartbroken. I love that show. Um, it's a Taiki, Taika Watiti show about kids who live on a reservation in Oklahoma, and it's just so good. Uh, if you ever get a chance to see it, it's a Hulu show. The Bear won a bunch again. I think yes. both... Um... Io and Eben, I think they both won, right? Yes. And Jeremy Allen White. Did he yes. win a Critics' Choice too? Yeah. I believe so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he did for actor in a comedy series, which we haven't talked about this, but we have to talk about the fact that like this show kept, like The Bear has been sweeping up awards all season long, mm-hmm. and it's only been a few, but still. Um, the fact that it's doing so in the comedy of cat or in the category of comedy is mm-hmm. hilarious to me. And I just have to feel like people are, they're probably so bummed that it's in their category. Well, that's what I mean. Like if you were in a comedy, cause there are not that they don't deserve to win, not yeah. that they don't deserve to win in that category, because I'm sure people would argue, give us the logic behind it. But if you were in a more traditional comedy and you didn't win because of someone in the bear, you, I feel like you would sort of be a little bitter about it. <laughs> Definitely. I'm trying to find who else was in that category. Best comedy series was the nominees were Abbott Elementary, Barry, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Which Poker. we should say Quinta won an Emmy. Yes. And for, for Abbott Elementary. Best actress in a comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she didn't win the critic's choice, but she won the the uh, Emmy. Yes. Uh, then we have Poker Face, Reservation Dogs. Thank goodness that was in the category again. Shrinking was in this category. Another great show. Yes, Apple TV Plus. Yeah. And then What We Do in the Shadows. So a lot of those that I thought were overlooked in other in the Golden Globes. Um, and then I really was excited to see that spy uh, into the Spider across the Spider Verse, Spider Man won for Best Animated Film. The Golden Globe went to The Boy and the Heron, which it is a great film, and it's all hand-drawn. That's what makes it different. Spider-Man was probably my favorite Spider-Man movie, was this animated film. Mm. Because they used, they had a bunch of different spider people that show up, and in each iteration, it's a multiverse. So when they would go into a different multiverse, they would use a different type of animation. Sure. And it was just visually so much to take in. It almost gave me a headache. But, I mean, it was just, I just couldn't believe that they were doing all these things in this movie. And they did win? They did win, yeah. The Boy and the Heron was uh, hand-drawn, and that actually won the Golden Globe. But I was just excited that Spider-Man, because usually movies that are such a big blockbuster success don't win awards. Yeah. So that was cool to see. Um, and then, you know, for other series out there, we had the usual, um, you know, The Crown, 
Last of Us, The Diplomat, um, and then we had Succession winning a bunch yeah, of awards. Yeah, I think as uh, well. The Last of Us did well in the Critics' Choice, right? Compared to the Emmys. Um, I think they were just nominated in more categories as far as the list of winners for that particular one. Ooh, yep. I'm not seeing that here. Well, I know you also had a a um, piece of audio you wanted to share from our yes, good friend Robert um, Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr., he won for, for um, Best Supporting Actor in a Drama for Oppenheimer. Oh, sure. And he was pretty funny. He brought up something that people were kind of shocked about in his speech. Robert Downey Jr.! You know, I was just thinking this morning, I just, I love critics. Um, <laughs> it's all I think about. The, uh, so the Critics' Choice Association, you know, they've given me such beautiful uh, feedback, really. Just so many great moments, and some of it's so poetic. I just want to share some of their thoughts with you over the year. The first one's kind of like haiku. Um, sloppy, messy, and lazy. <laughs> the next one's more metaphoric. Like Pee Wee Herman emerging from a coma. <laughs> oh, this was from a Brit. A puzzling waste of talent. <laughs> and uh, lastly, and this one lingered. Um, Amusing as a bedlocked fart. (laughs) (laughs) It's just so creative. I love Uh, that he's bringing shtick to each award win. He did that, of course, during the Golden Globes. Not the same shtick, but he brought a speech with him and executed it in uh, in thanks. Yes. Uh, So going back to The Last of Us, it looks like uh, nominated was Bella Ramsey for Critics' Choice. We had Pedro Pascal nominated and best drama series but it doesn't look like they won any of those but it's still good to just see that they're being recognized for all the hard work you know oh yeah absolutely that's that's a show that i feel like hasn't gotten enough love yeah for sure all right well that's about it for the critics choice awards looking towards the oscars though i wonder if we will see we will still still see because, you know, we're talking about the Oscars, so we're not going to see any of the, the TV series. I wonder if Oppenheimer, I'm sure, will dominate as far as um, nominations go. And I believe those nominations come out on the 23rd. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, who's left in that race. Yeah, it looks like January 23rd. Mm-hmm. Is that what you said? Yeah. So January 23rd, the nominees will come out and then we'll know exactly which films are going to be at the top of the list. I'm assuming though, as you said, Oppenheimer will be one of those films. It gets a bunch of nominations because they've done so well thus far. All right, Don, thank you for the wrap up of the critics choice awards. We'll have more on that when our good friend, Paul McGuire Grimes shows up on Friday, no doubt. And uh, he's always got some good thoughts about what to look forward to in the Oscar noms category as well. So I'm sure he'll have plenty on that. Now, when we come back, it's that time again. Our good friend, Mike, has a game for us to play. We don't know what kind of game, though, because he's got to spin his wheel. And wherever that wheel lands determines the game we're going to play. Right here on Game Show Roulette on... Welcome back. 
back to the show, The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. We've had a bunch of fun today. If you missed any of the show, you can listen to it in podcast form. Just uh, anywhere you get your podcast, search for The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. And also, don't forget to like and subscribe to Blinded by the Item. It's its own podcast, and it's a show within our show. Okay, let's play a game. Time now to play along. It's Game Show Here's your host, Mike Ganger. It is that time we spin the wheel and find out what game show we are going to play today. So uh, without waiting any longer, let's spin the wheel and find out what game will take us away today for Game Show Roulette. Yay. It's a special, it is Takaboot. It's a special version of Takaboot. As we've been chatting about awards and award shows, uh, we've got Takaboot, but uh, with a little awards theme to it. We're going to be talking about some awards and uh, some specific awards shows. So, you guys know how this game works. You're each going to have, let's get, let's say 25 seconds this time. 25 seconds to talk about. It tells you this is going to be a little more difficult than usual. I was going to say, what do we normally get, like Uh 10 seconds? No, 20. It's usually 20. Uh, Yeah, the second person gets 10, right? Exactly, yeah. So I'll give you a little extra time today uh, to talk about uh, some award shows. So, let's get it started. It is a Monday. Dawn, call it in the air. Tails. It is indeed Tails. You get to choose. Would you like to talk about... The Emmys, or would you like to talk about the Golden Globes? Now, I will say this is specifically the most recent Emmys, which were last night, or uh-huh. the most recent Golden Globes, which were a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I will say, since I didn't really, Bradley kind of handled the Emmys, okay. I will do Golden Globes. You're going to do Golden Globes. Okay, yeah. this is, so this is all about, maybe it's uh, shows that had success, maybe it's people who had memorable moments. I, I've looked at lists of some of the most memorable parts of uh, said shows mm-hmm. and came up with these 20 words. Okay. Okay. So it is simple. <laughs> You're going to give me as many as you can in the 30 seconds that you have. And uh, so let's uh, get it started. Are you ready? Yes. And remember, Bradley, you'll have a chance to yep. uh, counter. Uh, you start talking about the Golden Globes, and I'll start the timer. The Golden Globes is a TV broadcast. It's an award show for entertainment, movies, TV. It used to be the Hollywood Foreign Press. Now it's the Golden Globe Academy. There are categories for actors, actresses, best movie, best uh, drama series, uh, best uh, supporting actor, best supporting actress, costume design, uh, hair, um, uh, director, best um, uh, comedy series. All right, Bradley, you've got uh, 15 <laughs> seconds to try to, again, talk about the Golden Globes. Okay, Joe Coy hosted it. People sit at tables. It was hard to get. Like, they needed to create a path to get up to the awards to accept their awards. Uh, Barbie won, right? She won an award. There were some other awards. Oppenheimer. Mm. All right, let's go through these answers. It's fun. You each took a different approach to it, <laughs> and uh, it's going to... I think yield the same result. You just uh, we'll go, first go through Dawn here. Dawn, you said uh, movies and TV. Okay, those are one each, and uh, it stopped there. Oh my gosh, what? I put so much effort into it too. Bradley, you said uh, Barbin or Oppenheimer and Barbie. Yeah. And uh, and also Joe Coy. So you actually got three. Holy wow. crap! Again, this happened. This again was about the specific broadcast. Specific broadcast. So um, <laughs> yeah. the ones you miss uh, in the Golden Globes, um, Bear had some success. So Bear was up there. Also, Fish 
Remember the hot fish oh, situation? Hot fish. Oh yeah, yeah hot fish. Fish. in the city. You were very yeah. Um, and then uh, Timothy was up there because okay. remember oh, the controversy yeah. around Timothy. Oh my god. Uh, Taylor was up there as well. Um, because her and Selena, of course, had that little conversation. So, uh, you know what? It was good. It was good. You guys got five out of ten. That's great. All right. God, this is going to be hard. Okay. Uh, again, and now we're talking about uh, the Emmys. So, again, these this is the ones that were exactly last night. So uh, uh, do your best, Bradley. Give you got 25 seconds. Whoa! And then, Dawn, you're going to, of course, have an opportunity to uh, to counter him as <laughs> <Okay>. well. Uh, <sighs> Emmys, give it a shot uh, when you're ready, Bradley. Okay, pizza in a bag. Anthony Anderson hosted, and they did a nice... Uh, thing for TV sitcoms. They did some theme songs. Quinta Brunson won. Uh, He had a playoff mama, so his mom played everybody off. Jennifer Coolidge got played off. Paul Giamatti wants to be sponsored by Pizza in a Bag. And both TVs and movies were awarded. Good. All right, we no, go. No, wait, not TV and not movies, movies, but that's okay. TV. Let's go over to uh, Dawn. You got 15 <laughs> seconds to respond. Tell okay. me about last night's, specifically last night's Ooh. Emmys. Okay, um, Ken won. Uh, Ryan Gosling, Mark Ronson won. Um, no, okay, he's shaking his head. Um, no, that's the Critics Choice yeah. Award. Emmys um, or TV? Uh, yeah, um, TV. Uh, Quentin Brunson, you already said that. <laughs> <laughs> All righty, uh, let's uh, run. Susan to- Lucci. <laughs> let's run. Was she there? No, oh, it's daytime. And, and uh, in- Joan yeah, Collins that- was there. Joan she Collins. Was, she looked great. Joan I'm Collins sorry. and Taraji P Henson. All right. Sorry, okay. I was just like. I had that memory. You guys ready? Okay, yeah, I wasn't how through. terrible I did. <laughs> um, you didn't do too terrible. You got pizza. Pizza in the, the bag. Pizza in the bag was popular. You got Anthony Anderson. So Anderson yep. was up there. So pizza, Anderson, and Mama. You got Mama right. up there. Okay. Good. Playoff Mama. Playoff Mama. I'll take um, it. Dawn, unfortunately. I got confused. Yeah, you were giving me People's Choice Awards and uh, didn't get anything there. So you're still at two points. Bradley's uh, okay. at uh, six now. Yep. Um, some things you could have you're said. Succession. Oh, beef. Yeah. Bear. Oh, gosh. I should have named shows. Elton. Oh, yeah. Egot winner. Applegate is, had oh, one of the most oh, we awesome moments. We didn't even talk that. about that awesome moment. Oh, my God. That was such a good moment. Uh, also, Perry... And Lotus Perry, of course, that cool moment from Friends when they were doing the oh, Matthew, Matthew Perry, Perry little yeah. tribute, oh. and then Lotus from White Lotus, of course. All answers you could have gave me. Um, you guys gave me three out of those ten. No, okay. it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Now we're gonna go a different route here. So, oh, um, okay. Dawn, mm-hmm. you're trailing. I'm gonna let you choose which one you want to give me. Okay. Uh, between these two, actually, I can't do that because then he's gonna have too much time to think about. It. I'll pick A or B. Okay. This how is how about we change B? the game. I right. You're gonna go with B. Mm-hmm. All right, Dawn. You've got 25 seconds to talk about one of the award winners. You got 25 seconds to talk about Emma Stone. Okay. Oh my Tell God. me everything you can about Emma Stone. Oh. 25 seconds, but Bradley, you'll have a different person. Remember. Okay. Uh, go ahead, Dawn. When you're ready. Okay. Emma Stone won for Poor Things. Uh, she was in that with Mark Ruffalo, Willem Dafoe. She was also an executive producer. Um, uh, 
She also was in Spider-Man. Uh, Emma Stone is an actress. Um, she won awards. She won a Golden Globe. She won a Critics' Choice Award. Maybe won an Emmy. Uh, she also um, is in a TV show called The, the Chase or the, the, the something. All right. <laughs> uh, let's run through those answers. You did give me uh, four four there for okay. um, for. For um, Emma Stone, uh, that puts you to six. It's a tie with Bradley. He only needs one for our next one. But uh, you got poor from Poor Things. You've got Oscar. You got uh, Spider Man, an actress, of course. Okay. Uh, Multi talented, also on there, which is kind of obscure. But super yeah. bad. Lala, uh, help, oh. and also the role of Cruella. So oh, all things wow. you could have said there out. for Emma Stone. Okay, Bradley. Oh God, that means you need, need to I tell me know. everything you know. I better get one about. Jeremy Allen oh, White. Okay, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. When you're ready. Yeah, go. Jeremy Allen White is in The Bear. I know he was on another show, but I don't remember what it is. He's dating Rosalia. He likes to take his clothes off for Calvin Klein. And he's just smoking hot. He's got abs. He has, a, he has nice hair. He, uh, at some point, is probably going to make out with Io, uh, his co-host in that show. I hope by season four... Um, and also, he's amazing. <laughs> you needed one. You got four. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah, Nicely four. done. Four right there. Uh, you, you gave me Hair, Rosalia, Klein, and Bear. The nice. other show you were referring to was Shameless. Shameless. Yeah, I didn't see Shameless, uh, but I knew it was something. You could have given me his name <laughs> from the bear, which is Carmi. Oh, or Chef. Or Chef was also a yeah. possibility. Yes, uh, Chef. Gallagher is the name last name for Shameless. Oh, okay. Both Shameless and the bear take place in Chicago. Chicago. And finally, Iron from the Iron Claw. Oh, God. I, oh, man. I could see in the Iron Claw that. recently. Yeah. Uh, Bradley, you're the winner today Yay! for Chocolate Boots. Well, good job, you guys. Thank you Thank very you. much. Very what did, fun. What did Dawn not win? <gasps> um, I don't uh, have enough time. So. Pizza in a bag. You want pizza oh, in a bag? Obviously. You want it. Paul They're Giamatti presents it. Pizza in a Bag. You got that. <laughs> curly kale that she likes. Oh. I'm going to bring you some curly kale. I mean, I put it in smoothies. You can. Do you really? Uh-huh. Uh, all right. Mike, thank you for a wonderful You're game. Welcome. When we come back, oh, look, we're not coming back. Up next, Lori and Julia. Dear listeners, if you missed any of our show, you can download wherever you get your podcast. Don't forget our Blinded by the Item show within a show. We'll be back tomorrow with far more fabulous things to talk about. Talk a boot and play games right here on My Talk 1071. Bye!